I'm Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brother Luke Podcast. Good day! Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brother Luke Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM Podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters BG Kabuag and Kai Ordinario. The Brother Luke Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Today, we podcast week 26 of the Stock Market Outlook for June 26, 2023 to June 30, 2023. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices fell last week with the main index falling at the 6,300-point mark as profit takers reigned with selling pressure not abating. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 114.79 points to settle at 6,393.55 points. The main index was down despite the Banco Central and Filipinas maintaining key policy rates, which was already expected by the market. Broker 2 Trade Asia said this is very similar to the message telegraphed by the U.S. Federal Reserve, but does confirm that 1. The local rates are still very much tied to how Fed funds rate will move, and 2. Rate hikes are not out of the picture just yet, at least for the second half of the year. Research notes of Citigroup for Nalin Chuchotitam, City Economist for Thailand and the Philippines, cited that the Banco Central ng Pilipinas kept its policy rate unchanged at 6.25%, given clearer signs of moderating inflation and economic activity. The research notes issued on June 23 said that the Banco Central ng Pilipinas maintains a cautious tone about remaining upside risk to inflation stemming from increase of transport fares minimum wages and the effects of El Nino in the months ahead, but also highlighted stable inflation expectations and easing of supply-side inflationary pressures. Citigroup said it maintains its call for no change in the policy rate through early 2024. Last week's volume of trade was thin, reaching at 4.08 billion pesos on average. Foreign investors, which were 48% of the trade, were net sellers at 824.99 million pesos. The market also still has to react on the appointment of a new Banco Central ng Philippines governor as it was announced after trading hours last Friday. One of the early reactions was from the Bankers Association of the Philippines that, in a statement issued over the weekend, said the Organization of Lenders welcomes the appointment of Eli Remolona, a monetary board member, as the new governor of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas. The Bankers Association of the Philippines said Dr. Remolona brings with him a wealth of experience in the financial industry in his new role in the central bank with 14 years in the Federal Reserve Bank of New York and 19 years in the Bank for International Settlements. With his extensive global experience and expertise in financial markets and regulations, the Bankers Association of the Philippines expressed confidence that Dr. Remolona will anchor the Philippine banking industry not only towards continuous stability of the financial system, 
but also to growth and competitiveness in the regional stage. The statement quoted its president, Jose Chedoro Limcauco. Bankers Association of the Philippines President Jose Chedoro Limcauco added that the association looks forward to working with incoming Governor Remolona on various initiatives impacting the banking industry and its stakeholders, whether it be in the area of financial market development, cybersecurity, or sustainability. Most of the sub-indices ended on the red, led by the broader All Shares Index, which fell 52.36 points to close at 3,414.75 points. Most of the sub-indices ended on the red, led by the broader All Shares Index, which fell 52.36 points to close at 3,414.75 points. The Financials Index declined 13.66 to close at 1,829.55. The Industrial Index plunged 299.51 to close at 8,947.81. The Holding Firms Index retreated 157.67 to close at 6,291.76. The Property Index shed 55.91 to close at 2,612.45. The Services Index was up 18.86 to close at 1,548.01. And the Mining and Oil Index gained 49.33 to close at 9,875.83. For the week, losers edged out gainers 133 to 81 and 36 shares were unchanged. The top gainers for the week were Pacifica Holdings Incorporated, Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, Bright Kindle Resources and Investments Incorporated, Solid Group Incorporated, PXP Energy Corporation, PLDT Incorporated, and Philippine Infradev Holdings Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were Capwealth Property Philippines Incorporated, Oriental Petroleum and Minerals Corporation B, JG Summit Holdings Incorporated, Panasonic Manufacturing Philippines Corporation, Liberty Flower Mills Incorporated, Mondenese Incorporation, and the Philippine Bank of Communications. Share prices may increase this week as trading will be driven by window dressing and technical trading as the first half of the year draws to a close. Juan Paolo Colette, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said investors will also start looking to position for the next half of the year as they assess the outlook for inflation and interest rates and whether central bankers can ensure a soft economic landing against a backdrop of the most hawkish Philippine and U.S. monetary policy in decades. Juan Paolo Colette said the local index is at a critical juncture near 6,400 and needs to rally above that hurdle to prevent further declines to the 6,300 to 6,350 support zone. Mr. Colette said he expects many bargain hunters to emerge at and near those levels, which could cushion any weakness and potentially set the stage for a near-term recovery. It will be a four-day trading week. And there will be no trading on Wednesday, June 28th, in observance of Idel Adha, or the Feast of Sacrifice. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Phil Stocks Financials Incorporated, 
said the market may retest the 6,400 level. Mr. Tanchanko said if it is able to get back above this level, then its trading range is still seen from 6,400 to 6,600. If it fails, however, 6,400 will become its immediate resistance, while its next support is seen at the 6,000 to 6,100 range. Mr. Tanchanko said that given the market's current position, investors may see some bargain hunting, which in turn could help it bounce back. However, global economic worries may continue to weigh on sentiment, Mr. Tanchanko said. This is as many advanced economies are on a monetary tightening path with the Federal Reserve signaling more possible rate hikes moving forward, Mr. Tanchanko said. He added that investors may also digest the results of the Banco Central and Filipinas' latest confidence surveys, where both businesses and consumers have shown optimism for the upcoming quarter. However, data from the Banco Central and Filipinas showed that business confidence is waning and the jobs outlook has become less desirable in the next 12 months. Based on the business expectation survey of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, business sentiment was less optimistic at 46.4% for the third quarter from 49% last year. Given this, employment prospects for the next 12 months declined to 30% in the third quarter of 2023 from 36.4% in the previous quarter. The business expectation survey revealed the major business risks for the second quarter of this year as identified by the respondents were stiff domestic competition, 55.7% of respondents, insufficient demand, 33.1% of respondents, and high interest rate, 27.8% of the respondents. The Business Expectation Survey report noted that the number of firms that cited COVID-19 as a limiting factor to their business activity significantly declined to 16 in the current quarter, from 394 in the third quarter of 2020. The Business Expectation Survey data showed the employment outlook index increased to 17.9% for the third quarter of this year, from 13.4% in the first quarter 2023 survey results. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas said the higher reading in the second quarter of this year suggests that hiring intentions may be more favorable for the next quarter. Meanwhile, consumers said they do not intend to make any big-ticket purchases except for housing in the next 12 months. Based on the Consumer Expectation Survey, the data from the Banco Central ng Pilipinas showed consumer sentiment on buying big-ticket items for the next 12 months remained pessimistic at minus 75.2% from minus 74.9% in the first quarter of 2023. The steady outlook on buying intentions for the next 12 months was reflected across all big-ticket items and for both the National Capital Region and areas outside the National Capital Region, the report said. However, the percentage of households that plan to buy or acquire real property within the next 12 months edged up to 4.7% from 4.6% in the first quarter 2023 survey results. The central bank said in particular a higher percentage of households plan to acquire single detached houses and agricultural lots compared to the previous quarter. When asked about the price range of real properties they intend to purchase in the next 12 months, the data from the Banco Central and Pilipinas showed the majority or 59% of the households 
indicated a range of 450,000 pesos and below. The data also showed 27.7% and 13.3% of households plan to buy a house and or lot worth 450,001 peso to 1.7 million pesos and 1,700,001 and above respectively. Meanwhile, savings among consumers from across all income groups declined in the second quarter of the year. Data from the Banco Central ng Pilipinas showed the percentage of households with savings decreased to 30.2% from 32.9% in the first quarter of 2023. Among those who saved these funds were set aside for emergencies, health and medical expenses, retirement, education, house purchase, and business capital and investment. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas data showed that among savers, 76.9% kept their savings in a bank, a decline from 82.8% in the first quarter of 2023. The Consumer Expectation Survey reported that 59.7% of Filipinos kept their savings at home and 39.9% considered other institutions such as cooperatives, paluwagan, credit or loan associations, investments in other institutions for the safekeep of their savings. The percentage of respondents who could set aside money for savings in the second quarter of 2023 decreased to 31.6% from 34% in the first quarter of the year. Banco Central ng Pilipinas data showed that among households that could save, 31.7% said they would save at least 10% of their monthly gross family income for savings, down from 35.2% a quarter ago. The data showed 68.3% said that they would set aside less than 10% for their savings, up from 64.8% in the first quarter of the year. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation gave a sell recommendation on the stock of Mondenisin Corporation. The broker said that stock price of Mondenisin Corporation has been going down after trying to go up as much as 8 pesos and 50 centavos. The broker said it is sharply pointing down as the price nears its 52-week low. The broker said investors can try selling at this price point as there is no support after these levels. The shares of Mondenese Corporation were last traded and closed at 7 pesos and 60 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital advised to sell on rallies on the stock of PLDT Incorporated as its stock price is currently going up as foreign institutions start buying. Regina Capital said moving averages are trying to go bullish with the longest-term moving average acting as a heavy resistance. The broker said with this up move, it can be a good move to sell some shares as the price revises its previous highs in order to de-risk and reposition when the stock goes down. The shares of PLDT Incorporated closed last Friday at 1,342 pesos per share. Meanwhile, Maybank Investment Banking Group on June 23 said it maintains its buy rating on R8 Incorporated at a lower dividend discount model-based target price of 47 pesos from 51 pesos. Maybank Investment Banking Group said it is streaming its fiscal year 2023 and fiscal year 2024 distribution per unit estimates by 5% as it lowers its occupancy, EBITDA margin, and dividend payout assumptions following trends 
seen in the fourth quarter of 2022 and the first quarter of 2023. Maybank Investment Banking Group added it assumes lower rental escalation in light of more expiring leases this year. The broker said that even with its lower distribution per unit estimates, it reiterates its buy call as the stock is poised to deliver fiscal year 2023 and fiscal year 2024 distribution per unit estimated growth of 26% and 7% year-on-year, and fiscal year 2023 and fiscal year 2024 estimate dividend yields of 7% and 7.5%. The shares of Arit Incorporated closed last Friday at 34 pesos and 85 centavos. And now for the weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In its weekly weather outlook, issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of June 23, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of June 30, PAGASA said that beginning Sunday until Wednesday, June 25 to June 28, Central and southern Luzon, including Metro Manila, Visayas, and Mindanao, will experience cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms due to the reemergence of the southwest monsoonal flow triggered by the expected entry of low-pressure system inside the Philippine area of responsibility. The weather agency said northern Luzon will have partly cloudy to cloudy with afternoon or evening rain showers and thunderstorms. Pagasa said that by Thursday until Friday, June 29 to June 30, Luzon and Visayas will experience cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms. Mindanao will have partly cloudy to cloudy with afternoon or evening rain showers and thunderstorms. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror's Broderlook Podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please send an email to news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. The Broader Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. This is Dennis Estopas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.